Shalom to everyone. Well, Hashem, I'm not feeling so well, but I still want to say something short on the parsha connected to a nice story I heard this past week. <laughs> so we'll start with the following. We know that Parshas Miketz is always read on Hanukkah, which implies that there's a relationship, a correlation between the main character, the theme in Parshas Miketz, which is Yosef Atzadik, and and Hanukkah. What is that connection? That's question number one. Question number two: We all know that ready back in Parshas Vayeshev, when Yosef interprets the dream to Salamashkim to the the person in charge of uh, the drinks in Paro's kingdom then he tells him twice don't forget me don't forget me please remember me that's the Pasuk it says please remember me when you go to Paro and tell him that I know how to interpret dreams and because of that Chazal teach us that that is exactly why it says Vahimi Shana after two years, what's so unique about two years? Big deal, he's been in jail forever. Well, what's unique about these two years? Chazal teach us, Midrash It's because of these two years that he put trust in a person, Saramashkim, that minister that was in charge of the drinks, that he got another two years, meaning he would have been let out of jail already two years ago. But Hashem ensured he'll stay there for another extra, more than he really deserved two years in jail because of this. The question begs itself, and this question we asked two years ago. So, what do you expect him to do? Hashem wants us to do Ishtadlus. We have to put a certain amount of minimum effort into everything. So that's what he did. Isn't it minimum effort to request the person for to not forget him? So, to answer this, at first, at first sight, it seems... At first sight, it seems as if Yosef is getting punished because twice he said, don't forget me, don't forget me. And in those two years, he got two extra years in jail. But really, when you look deeply into this, and the Balei Musa all explained, I think we mentioned the Beis Alevi last year, that it's not true. He's not getting for each time he said, don't forget me. Because indeed, he, it is normal to say, don't forget me, one time. That's to have minimum effort, especially at someone on Yosef's level. But the fact that he said it twice was a similar davar. It showed that even the first time wasn't totally... Yosef didn't view it as just a minimum effort, but he really thought that whatever he was doing will have an effect. Whereas the way HaKadosh Baruch runs the world is that yes, he created the world in a way that we should put minimum effort. But that effort we put in is just, it's the curse that Hashem gave us to Adam Arishoin. That before the curse, everything was given to us without any efforts. And now Hashem said, you need to do minimal effort and then there will be room for the blessing to be bestowed upon upon you. But you need to do minimal effort. But don't think it's the effort that ca- that causes the blessing to come. And hence, that is why Yosef got two years, meaning, call odd, he would only ask one time, please don't forget me, that would be fine. He wouldn't even get one extra year in jail. But because he did it another time, it showed that he, on his level, of course, totally missed the idea that the effort that person does is not at all related to the fact of what he's going to get. Although many of us think that, but it's not true, or at least we act upon it, 
It's not based on the efforts. And hence, that's exactly what the Greeks were all about. And perhaps this is already, I'm alluding to the answer for the other question you raised. What does this have to do with Hanukkah? Because the Greeks were all about, yes, it's all about your efforts, it's all about nature, it's all about things being logical and science and scientific and harmony, etc., etc. And really, behind all of that, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's running the show. And it's not true to, to say it's always scientifically can be proven as they, or like this, or like that. It's not all about that. Yes, Hashem is hiding Himself in nature, but it's Hashem that's creating na- nature. It's a funny thing to see nature and think you realize what's happening, besides the fact that today no one really understands everything, going back to the atom, etc. And things are always moving. There's no end to the things people don't understand. But it's true, on a certain level they think they understand. But the truth is, it's the Kaddish Baruch Hu running the show. And that's exactly where we're coming to uproot on Hanukkah. We thank HaKadosh Baruch because we realize it's all about HaKadosh Baruch Hu running the show. And that's exactly what the Greeks were trying to uproot from us. Where do we see that? We see that in the fact that the Greeks did not try to ruin Pesach like other nations did. They didn't try to destroy us and kill us. No, they just tried to impure us. They wanted to impurify us. They wanted because they just couldn't take the spiritual side of us, the Ruchnius. They wanted to have spiritual, we have spiritual, that's our philosophy. That philosophy, that science, that's all they cared about. And by doing that, they were disconnecting everything that was happening in the world from HaKadosh Bochu. And that's exactly what Yosef Hatzadik rectified what he, w- what he did by say, telling the person, don't forget me. Why? Because later on, in our parsha, when he had a chance to say, yeah, I'm the person that knows how to, 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 to interpret dreams, when finally, Saramashkim remembered and told Paro, oh, I remember, you had a dream now, I'll tell you who the person that can save you is Yosef. He pretty much came up to Yosef and he said to him, I heard you're the best. There's no one like you. And yet, Yosef didn't say, yes, that's true. He said, no. Biladai, I'm nothing. It's all HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And by doing that, he was zoichet to the, what Midrash Rabbah says. The Midrash Rabbah says, it brings an army Midrash Rabbah in our parasha. Ashrei HaGever Asher Sam Hashem Iftacho. Who is that? Who's the worthy, the person, Ashrei, the person that puts all his faith in HaKadosh Baruch Hu? That's Yosef. Because he rectified his sin at the end of the day by saying, I'm nothing. I'm, I'm, everything's coming from Hashem. With this, we answered all our questions because the ishtadlus, the effort a person has to do, yes, you do have to do, but don't think that the blessing comes from there. And that's what Yosef on his level was punished. And then he rectified his sin on his level by when he was given the opportunity to say he can interpret dreams, he said, I'm nothing. It's all coming from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. As well, we realize what this has to do with Hanukkah, because the Greeks were all about that. The Greeks were saying, yeah, everything makes sense. It's not connected to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's what they tried to uproot from us, our connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's why each, each one of us on our level, we have to uproot this Greek way of thinking. For example, when Lo Aleinu Velo Alechem, something happens, a person goes to a doctor, so yeah, a person can go to get five different opinions or he can say wait a second I understand I have to do my efforts I'll go to one to two one doctor maybe I'll get a second opinion but that's it the rest or first of all he davens to Hashem and that's it 
And that's probably will help us way more than going to five different second opinions. We have to daven to HaKadosh Baruch With that, I'll end with an idea and a story. <coughs> the idea I saw B'Shem Rav Zamir Kohen, a very beautiful idea. He says, perhaps a symbolic idea of us playing general on Hanukkah is the following. That even if you want, it's your turn with a general, and, you, and you, you're going to win the game if it falls on the letter Nun. Is it going to help if you spin the general faster? No. It's not going to help. It doesn't make a difference. It's all in the hands of HaKadosh Mohu. And now you can do a lot of efforts, but at the end of the day, Hashem is going to decide on what letter it falls. Well, I know the story that shows this idea as well. But then again, on every story, one could always taina and say, yeah, you know, scientifically it makes sense. Just like we spoke last week, that the Greeks said, yeah, scientifically it makes sense that there could be chaos yamsuf. Scientifically, it can make sense, and so on and so on. And it never ends. People are, do that today as well. Whoever wants to disconnect, Hashem will always give them the option, because that's the freedom of choice. Back to us, the story, someone by the name of Rav Grossman, I heard him speak, and he said an unbelievable story that happened to him. He said, if I wasn't a Rav in, in, in Am Yisrael, then they won't believe in me myself, but I know a person is not permitted to lie, and hence, I'm telling you the truth. So believe me, this is what happened. And he said, from time to time, I fly overseas to collect money for certain important important causes and this time there was a seminar for girls that didn't have parents and I wanted to help them out so I flew to America getting on the flight I never ever fly first class because I don't want people to think oh look he's trying to collect money and he's taking it for himself to fly first class I don't want people to say that so I usually do not allow myself almost always to fly first class but this one time I had a bit of a back pain and the LL people knew me already so they just upgraded for me for free so I said fine I'll go next to me I was on the one aisle seat and the two uh, on the two seats per aisle next to me was this big guy he looked like he was weighing 300 pounds with his wife and his wife went a second out and I had an opportunity to go sit with him for a couple of minutes and I don't know why but I had this inner voice that told me go sit next to him and show him the DVD that you worked on. He had a, a little DVD player, he puts the DVD in, five minute clip straight away, do you mind if I show you? Well, go ahead. He showed it to him, and when the DVD clip was completed, he went over to get it. As he went over to get it, he accidentally, with his elbow, face, pressed on a button, and that button made the seat go back, turn into a bed, and he flattened him within one second because he weighed a lot, and the chair went down. He felt horrible and out of pressure. He really didn't know what to do. And he can't understand why he did this weird act. But as a result, he kissed him on the forehead. And then he felt even worse. And he pressed the button to get him back to a regular mode of sitting. And then he went back to seat himself. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, mister. I'm so sorry. He went to sit. He was mumbling to himself the whole time. Mr. Grossman, I can't believe I did that. What an embarrassment. Why did I put myself into this position? Wow, I can't believe it. Two minutes later, the guy comes over to him and says, This is my name, so-and-so. He wasn't a Jew, by the way. And he said to him, I want to tell you the following story. I came on this trip because I wanted to give some a, a big amount of money to some organizations in Israel, and I didn't find someone I connected to. So I daven to Hashem. He's not Jewish. I daven to Hashem, and I asked him, Let it be a siman, he said that in English, a sign, that the person I will give this money to will be someone that will kiss me on the forehead. And he said in 
and that's exactly what happened here. And I connected to what you showed me in the DVD, and I'm happy to give you the money. And the Rav Grossman says he couldn't believe what happened here. He was amazed. It showed him how Yad Hashem is everywhere. Things that made no sense. But a Gershbuch ensured that that money will get to him for this project, which indeed when he signed on this contract for this new building for the seminar, he had no idea where he's going to get the money from. But he believed in the Kodesh Bukhu. And people that are on that level, like Yosef Atzadi, then Hashem helps them out. that will be able to uproot this idea of what the Greeks try to portray. And we know that that's not Emes. That's not the truth. But rather, HaKadosh Bukhu is running the show. A good Shabbos. And the Freilich and Chanukah.